0: Come one and come all to the greatest show on the world. Episode 26 of the Iron Butler podcast. What is up, Butt Munchers? Uh, This week, I want to be honest with you guys. I want to talk about problems, problems that I've been having recently, um, issues. I think it's good if we're honest with each other, if we talk about things and if we just let things out of our system. Uh, My problem I've been having recently is I'm too talented no right no guys it has to be said someone had to say it sooner or later i i'm gonna have to be the one that says it i'm too ta- it's just it's just a matter of these are just facts of life i can only tell the truth guys you know this i've got truth tourette's truth is too talented <laughs> it's just too talented uh there's a lot of video production stuff happening at the minute and that means i'm not doing as much comedy which kind of sucks but you gotta make that money Got to make that cash flow. Got to make that bread, son. That's what the kids are saying these days. You got to make that bread. I don't really get it. You know what I mean? I'm not like a little bird. I'm not like a little pecking bird trying to get some bread. I've got bread. You know? I know they're saying, oh, bread slang for money. Just say money. Why do we need to say bread? These are the issues I want to talk about on this beautiful day, guys. Speaking of beautiful day, what about that Northern Irish weather? Hey? It's off. It's on. What is it doing? Yesterday, it was pissing all day I had a video shooting in Nuri decided to just rain the whole day so I got no outside shots of the the client for Nuri so that was ideal sorry a little burp there guys a little burp just had some breakfast had some uh, protein cornflakes they're just cornflakes but I'm just saying protein cornflakes to make myself sound better because it's not a great breakfast uh, but sometimes you just like a little bowl of cornflakes am I wrong here guys tell me if I'm wrong let me know, but I just, oh, just a little, little touch of sugar on there, the milk and the corn, it's just a classic, it like reminds me of my childhood breakfast, I just like a little cornflake every now and then. The weather then today is beautiful, the sun is shining. I'm very busy at the minute, that's what I was saying about earlier, about uh, being so talented, that was the joke I was trying to make, uh, so talented in the fact that I'm just doing a lot of video production work the next sort of while, and... Uh, you know, the problem with that is is then finding the balance between that and doing my comedy gigs and getting videos edited for clients. Because at the end of the day, as much as I don't like to admit it, as much as I don't like to say it, the client and the, the video production work has to come first. It has to take priority above everything else because that's how I make money. That's how I'm able to pay bills. That's how I'm able to sit and record this podcast, uh, albeit for a little fraction of the week. I would love to, to put more time and effort into this podcast, guys, but I just don't have it. You know, it's the the balance of the universe, like the Avengers. Did you see that? I'm not going to spoil it, by the way. I'm not going to spoil it. If you haven't seen Avengers yet, don't worry. I'm not the type of guy to spoil it. It's mad that people have to say that now. Like when you watch something, they're like, don't spoil it. Like I don't I'm not type of like I'm not gonna be like, here's what happened. Just I appreciate movies and TV shows as much as anyone else. And the last thing I wanna do is spoil something for people. Don't walk don't watch Game of Thrones, so you know, spoil out all you want for me. Don't care what happens there. Uh I think some White Walkers uh brought Hordor back from the dead and King Joffrey made them uh kiss each other. There you go. That's a spoiler I just made up. And I don't know anything about the show, but that's all the references I know. I know there's the wee Dinklage guy. There's King Joffrey, because people say I'm like King Joffrey. Uh, and then there's uh, Ramsay Bolton, who people say I look like. Uh, you can make of that whatever you will. And apparently he's a real bad guy. It, that, that's all the Game of Thrones knowledge I know. I tried to watch Game of Thrones when it first came out. Couldn't get into it at all. Fell asleep during every episode. Not, I'm just not in it. And part of me feels sad about that because uh it seems like a great show to be into however also i'm not (laughs) you know also who cares because there's plenty of other stuff that i like to watch and and uh be a fan of one of those being avengers i watched the avengers movie twice last week uh because it's a long movie and when it's that long a movie you're gonna forget what even happened at the start of the movie so i thought i'd go back watch it again did that uh and I won't spoil anything that happened in the movie for you. What I will say is the first 40 minutes of Avengers, the new Avengers, was quite strange. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say. So I I here's what I'll say. First 40 minutes, I would never have predicted that to be the first 40 minutes. But there you go. Uh if you if you watch it, enjoy it. Hey, how about that? Uh I when I went to watch Avengers I went with my good friend Ryan. Guys, you know me and Ryan have a notorious history of sneaking food into the cinema that you shouldn't be allowed to sneak in. And of course, this is the biggest movie of our lifetime, so we had to go pretty big for this. Let me tell you what we did. Here's the first thing. First thing I'm going to say is I had a bad experience with the popcorn at the Omniplex in the Kennedy Center. On Glen Road, okay? And I'm really, I'm being a wee bitch now. But I'm, I. you know what? Fuck them. They should have nicer popcorn. Because I would have bought it if it was nicer. Bought it one time a few weeks ago. Wasn't nice. Thought, hmm, not going to buy popcorn from here again. But I do like popcorn. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to bring in my own bag that you can buy in a shop. So you can buy either Tato, who do a mixed popcorn bag, which is very nice. Or you can buy Butterkiss, who do a mixed popcorn bag too, which again is very nice uh i bought two big ones of those for a pound you can buy a big bag of mixed popcorn for a pound in the shop buy it in the cinema like more than a pound (laughs) i don't know what the exact price is but you guys know what i'm saying uh so i did that bought that for a pound bought a liter bottle lucasade for a pound because i was going to be up late okay guys this is all strategy i'm teaching you how to do a strategy here thought hmm Look, it'll provide me for wee sugar boost to keep me awake. Cause this movie, I was watching, I was in the cinema from eight o'clock. Cause I did a double bill, eight o'clock in, at night till three o'clock in the morning. So I needed something to, to give me keep keep me going. Here's the other issue though, you don't want to take a pee break during the second movie because you don't want to miss anything. So I had to strategically not drink too. much. I stopped drinking liquids after three o'clock that day. The only thing I drank from the rest of the day was that bottle of Lugazee when I was in the cinema. Didn't drink it like gulp it. Just sipped it. Just sipped it when I needed a wee wee boost. And that's how you do it, okay? Just, again, giving guys tips. Snuck in a bottle of it Snuck in popcorn. Snuck in a bag of chalk pretzels. And then the P.A. Stere resistance, my ladies and gentlemen. I snuck in a full 10-inch Domino's pizza. Shove that up your holes and eat it. Yeah. We're in the end game now. <laughs> we're in the end game now. We, I snuck, uh, me and my friend Ryan bought a Domino's pizza earlier on in the day, let it go cold, cut it up in individual slices, tinfoiled it up, snuck it in our coats and bags and pockets. Now, we had no space to hide the other cinema food because we were full of pizza and all the rest of it. I had to hold the popcorn bags in my hand. I said to Ryan, I was like, imagine they didn't let us in with these popcorn bags and then searched us for the pizza. And he was like, I don't do that. We get up to the, the, wee, news, the, the wee nerd loser cinema kid, and I had the popcorn in my hand, and he goes, you're not allowed that in here, mate. And I freaked out. Well, I didn't freak out, but I was overly polite. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll Do you want me to leave it here? And he was like, nah, I'm only messing. I don't give a fuck away, you go. <laughs> I was like, oh. If only you knew, sir, I had a full 10-inch pizza sitting in my jacket pocket right here. Joke's on you, dickhead. Uh, So, yeah, either way, what I'm trying to make is... The point I'm trying to make is... You're not allowed to sneak food into the cinema. i do it anyway. It's one of the small pleasures I get from life. Don't judge me. Uh, So, yeah, I went to see Avengers... Uh, that cinema was very warm and very sticky by the end of the six hours or seven hours that we had. Uh, but it was good. Uh, played a gig at the Limelight last week. It was my first gig back in about three or four weeks because I was doing the Pirates of Penzance show and uh, all the rest of it. Uh, it was... Now, here's the thing. I've played the Limelight three times now. I believe it's three times anyway. First two times I've played it have been terrible. I just haven't did well at all. Uh, third time I played it wasn't great. Wasn't bad. It was good. It was, it, it was alright. Like, we got some good laughs in there. Uh it didn't die on my ours. So, I'll take that as a victory. Uh, but it was good. If you were there, it was good to see you. If you weren't there... You should come along. Limelight have started handing out free pizza at the gig, which made me super happy. Uh, and, of course, the Pug Ugly's gig, it runs across the road on Thursday as well. They hand out free sausages. So what you can do is, I'm not saying do this, but I'm just saying you could do it theoretically. Limelight serves their pizza about 9 o'clock, right? You get that 9 o'clock pizza. You run across the road to Pug Ugly's as their gig is just starting. You grab a few sausages. You get a full dinner for... F- for, well, not for free, because you have to pay in. But, you know, what I'm saying is they're handing out free food at comedy gigs now. That seems to be the way to to get people in. I don't know. I don't run a comedy now. All I'll say is uh, the problem with me being so busy at the minute is it's hard for me to schedule in gigs now. And it's hard for me, even harder for me to schedule in writing. I've had a bit of a block with the writing at the minute. I'm trying to come up with a bunch of new stuff, but it's like like I'll come up with an idea now will just be like, Is that funny? Like, how can I make that a joke? How can I make an audience get a reaction to me saying this? Because it's all good just saying something. But you got to be able to say something that has either a point of view to it, that'll engage the audience, that'll grab them from a storytelling perspective, that has punchlines, that has gags in there. Uh, It is just such a... It's still... It's the most difficult thing in the world. But that's why I enjoy doing it. Because it's challenging. It makes me think. It makes me use a part of my brain that I don't regularly regularly use. So, I mean, I've got about, I'd say, 10-15 minutes that has been going pretty well for me. But now, for me, it's building on the next 10-15 minutes. Building to the half hour. Then half hour building to the 45. Building to the hour show. Building to an actual live stage show. How crazy would that be? And then... Who knows where else from there. That's the plan anyway. Uh, we shot a video this week. Me, and Todd, Michael Foster, William Thompson. It's called uh, A Dad Sorts Out Stormont or something like that. Uh, I can't remember the exact title. Go check it out on Facebook. Quite funny. Quite enjoyable. Uh, I got to act like a big child. Wasn't too difficult for me to do. 30 years old. 30 years old still have a Spider-Man backpack. You know. And I, by the way, that's going to be like that for a while. You know, people are like, oh, when are you going to stop wearing the Spider-Man? Bag? I'm not, you know, I'm not going to stop wearing it because it's my Spider-Man backpack. Uh, make fun of me. Like, like, this is the beauty of being single. Like, there's no one in my ear going, would you stop wearing that Spider-Man bag out in public? You're embarrassing me. I don't want to be seen with you. There's none of that. There's none of that because there's none of anything. Because I'm just, I'm a free man. You know, I'm like uh, Andy Dufresne when he left Shawshank. I've never seen Shawshank. I don't know if he leaves or escapes. Spoiler alert. All I know is he's in jail. Is what it is. You know, that's that's just the way. That's just the way I do it. Uh, back on Avengers. Now, here's an interesting fact. Paul Rudd is in the Avengers. Paul Rudd, who plays Ant-Man. Paul Rudd's 50 years old and looks my age that's not cool i don't like that at all like i used to think tom cruise was the guy that looked like he was on all sorts of mad injections and st- surgeries and whatever paul rudd is 50 and looks so fresh high is it possible Ah, it-, it makes me depressed about myself really uh remember paul rudd was in friends paul rudd's old like Paul, Paul, and just doesn't age. Hi, wh- what is that about? I don't get it. Uh went in the spec savers this week to get new glasses. You know, because I'm specy. I'm a nerd. I'm a loser. Uh you know. I kn- I think back before I had glasses, I would laugh at people that have them, and I'd go, "Huh, I've perfect vision, huh?" And then life bit me back. And was like, no you don't. And now I've got blurred vision from a distance. uh, So I had to go get new glasses. Uh, Being in Specsavers wasn't an enjoyable experience. It never... uh, Like, oh, here's... Fuck, this is so annoying. You can book an appointment on Specsavers. You go on, you select your time you want to book the appointment for. And it's like, okay, Mr. Butler, we'll see you at 3 o'clock. Now, if I book an appointment for 3 o'clock, I want to be seen at 3 o'clock. Because why else would you have the booking system? Okay? I get there at 3. In fact, I get there at 5 to 3. Okay? Because I'm an early guy. I think if you're on time, you're late. There's a little bit of wisdom for you. I get there at 5 to 3. Say, hey, I'm here for my appointment. They look at their wee computer. They're like, yes. They're like, we're very busy, so we'll see you when we're ready. Like, huh? Huh? what's that like that, that could be how long's that like w- so i'm sitting in an absolute huff in the wee waiting area so surra- now it's three o'clock so keep in mind the young kids schools have just got out so all the parents have brought their kids to the spec savers because i don't know why and they're all in ta- they're all crying they're all hyper on school they're all just wee bastards and I, and they're they're making so much noise there must be at least, it felt like about 20 kids in the shop. There was probably only about three. But, oh my God, I'm just sitting there in misery. And, I, and I'm just like, I should be in and get my appointment looked at. I should be getting my eyes tested right now. And instead, I have to listen to these fucking little parasites <clears throat> cry and moan and cry. And then I have a moment of joy. I have a period of happiness because I remember, hey... I don't have any kids. Ding. And it's the ha- it's one of the most pleasurable moments of my life. Cause I looked around and I seen all these parents. Here's here's what happens. And I'm pretty sure parents would agree with this. Parents hear so much crying in a day where they just start to, to block some of it out. Like there was parents there just sitting like like zombies, like lifeless, like brain dead, just looking straight ahead. And the kids just nicked it going, Mommy! 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 mommy. And the kid, the parent's just like, and, I, and I'm sitting there going, Answer the fucking child! Just answer it! But the parent just doesn't care. The the, the the life is gone. The soul has been drained. They have been beaten down against their will. God bless. That used to be a person one time. Now nah, it's just a shell of a person. All thanks to a money, and that's why I'm glad I don't have kids, because I'd be that shell of a person in Specsavers. But back to the point: don't book in a, don't have a booking system. Specsavers are not going to see me at the time I want you to see me at, and then also don't make me wait in the waiting area with a bunch of fucking little loser kids who are all screaming at their mads and dads because they're not getting enough tension at home. It was like twenty minutes after my appointment was scheduled when I got seen, got brought into a room, they did a few things. Brought me back out again. Made me wait an hour 10 minutes. Brought me back in the room. Did not know a few things on my eyes. Made me wait an hour 10 minutes. Then got my glasses sorted. The whole experience took an hour. Over an hour actually. And that was my fun time with Specs Savers. Specs. Specs Savers. Traumatic. Like, tra- all I want to do is buy some glasses. Just let me buy some glasses off you. Don't make me sit here in agony with all these little bastard kids you saying I like kids, right? I like kids until kids start being kids. I like kids until kids start being wankers. You know what I mean? And do you know what? I was probably the biggest wanker as a kid. I get it. That it is, it's just that's part of having kids. Most kids are gonna test you. Most kids are gonna try pull on your hair a little bit. Try, try push your buttons. That's the that comes with the territory. It's up to you as a parent on how you deal with the situation. My mum would just smack me. Now, not in a bad way. I'm not saying, like, you know, she would beat me or anything. But she'd just give me a good little, you know, a good little shake. You know what I mean? She'd be like, fuck up. Let's fuck up. And as a kid, I knew, like, oh, fuck. All, right, all right, I'll fuck up. I'll fu- I'll, uh, I'll, fuck up. I'll, I get it. Okay. And that's the problem with these kids these days. They don't get that authority. The mums and the dads just don't have it in them. They go, well, "You fuck up." I don't know. I shouldn't be giving parent advice. Let's be honest. But it just feels like there's a real lack of uh, care or a real lack of giving a fuck. You know. Just, just, just listen to the kid, and if it's misbehaving, just fucking t- clip it. Ugh. That run took a lot out of me, guys. I'm so sorry. But it, it was very frustrating in Specsavers the other day. Uh, went out the weekend to watch Neil Delamere with a few friends uh, of... Uh, of uh, well, I say friends. They're clients. They're clients, but they're also friends. You know, my client David Mead, uh, I've obviously talked to him before on the podcast. He can read minds. He, he is on tour at the minute. He uh is quite pale looking. Looks like he's going through chemo at the minute. Um, you know, uh, guys, I'm only joking. He's not really, could be, uh, but <laughs> but that's one of his jokes, by the way. So you know, David, you use a lot of my jokes, so it's fine. We can we can both steal from each other. Uh, he he bought us all tickets to go see Neil Delamere and Larne on Saturday. We all went, we went to Ballygally Castle to get a wee dinner beforehand. David, for whatever reason, said to everybody, look, I want this to be a wild, crazy night full of alcohol. I don't know why he said that. I don't know why he brought me because I don't drink. However, more than grateful to be there. In fact, I was there to be his taxi, really. I was his personal chauffeur. I drove him to lawn, drove with all the guys back. I don't mind though, they're all good people. They're all people I like, so it's fine. Uh, so we drove to Ballygally. They did shots. They did cocktails. They did regular drinks. They did wine. And then we watched Neil Delamere. I think they were all half cut. I was just watching Enjoyment. Uh, Neil Delamere, if you don't know who's an Irish comedian, very good. He's on the blame game and stuff like that. Uh, I thought he was fantastic. I really thought he was very, very good. And most of the audience, I thought, reacted that way too. Uh, in Larn, there was a person in the audience that had a guide dog with them. That provided a lot of material. And only in Larn would you be able to see a gay dog sitting in a wee theatre on a blanket. Quite fascinating. Um, but, yeah, then we drove back down to Belfast. We went into town for a few drinks. Nah you know, I, I'm not saying these guys are old that I'm out with. In fact, they're all in their sort of mid-30s range, right? But I didn't expect them to want to party hard. You know, I thought, like... Ah, about 12, 1 o'clock, we'll all probably end up going home. I'll give everyone a lift home. It's no big deal. David says, guys, I want us to stay out later. I was like, okay. Like, now here's the thing about Belfast. When you say stay out later, you're basically saying two things. You're saying, we're either going to go to Kremlin or we're going to go to Thompson's. Because it's the only two places in town that stay open past a regular time. And turned out we ended up at Thompson's. Thompson's, me, imagine this, me and David Mead, who had just been in Tenerife two weeks beforehand on my birthday at the beach, are now in Thompson's. The f- Now, we were in there for about five minutes. However, we still went in. We still went in, at all I can say is, wow. I didn't think at the tender age of 30 I would go back to Thompson's. Here's the thing, it's actually not too bad, right? What you have to real it? You have to understand when you go to a place like that, you know what you're getting. You're going... You are ju- you know what you're getting. You're getting a mad filthy club that has dirty music in it where people are just dancing off their heads. That's it. That's what you're getting. No drink, no anything else. That That's... That was just the Thompsons' experience. You got to be ready for, uh. So yeah, we did that. We ended up all going home, the night finished fine. Now, for me, I don't drink, so I just kind of got a little bit of an extra sleep that day. Felt okay. Everyone else died, you know. Really, we have a group chat going, and uh, everyone was in bits. You know, uh, certain people didn't get out of bed till eight o'clock that night. You know, God bless them. They're just not used to the the chaotic party lifestyle. They're too out of the loop. They're not they're not kids anymore. They're not children. So, either way, it was a fun, good night. Very unpredictable. Didn't see it coming. Thought I'd be home by midnight. There you go. Land home at like four in the morning. Thompsons. <laughs> I uh, after Thompson's then the next day or after the Sunday on the Monday, I, I ended up back at dance classes. Uh, I was taking some dance classes early last year. Then the person, the girl who takes the dance classes took a break. She's now got her new sort of studio set up up in Mollusk. So I went back for the first time. Uh, and here's the thing about me going to a dance class. I'm the only guy in the dance class usually, which I don't mind. I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable in my own skin, my own body. I mean, how could you not be? It's pretty chiseled. It is... I mean, it's not, but I like to think it is. Uh, So I walk into this dance class. It's full of girls. And turns out it was Beyonce-themed week, which means all the music in the dance class we were dancing to was Beyonce. And here's 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 where I found a bit of a stumbling block. Turns out I can dance... Incredibly to Beyonce, and here's why that's a problem because I because the girls are looking at me going, Why does that guy dance so well? Beyond like, why? What like they just can't process it, they can't understand it. They're like, That is his hip shouldn't be able to move to Beyonce in that way, but yet I'm doing the fucking single ladies thing, I'm doing the oh, 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 I'm doing like, I'm just killing it, I'm just killing it in this dance class. And there's part of me during the classes, I'm doing the moves, it just wants to be like, I'm straight. Just let you know, I'm all str- I have to. I feel like I just have to say it because I know rightly there's probably guards going home going there was a gay lad at the class tonight, and I don't want a, people to think think that I'm the gay lad because well I mean maybe I'm, but I just want them to be like ah oh, there's this crazy straight guy who has the gay hips that move to Beyonce oh 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 oh. So when did that? Uh, and then woke up the next day with my body in agony. If anyone wants to come to the dance class with me, come, please come. Pl- I'm giving an open invite. You can come with me. I'll I'll bring you in. I'll even pay for you if you want. Hey, how's, How about that? And uh, I just want someone else to go through the workout with me just to make sure I'm not a pathetic loser. Because I wake up the next day and I go, Oh, holy fuck, my body's in agony. I I don't want someone else to do it and be like, this is a piece of piss, why are you complaining? I just want to see, and do you know what? I want to be a guy too. Girls, no offence, I'm not trying to be sexist, but any of my guy mates that want to rock up and do a dance class with me, hit me up because I'd enjoy seeing it. I'd enjoy seeing you in pain and agony and misery and just being able to to have a fellow man there so I can turn around to him and be like, it's fucking difficult, isn't it? It's sore, isn't it? It looks looks pretty camp, doesn't it? Yeah, there is. There's an impulse there. There's an impulse there cuz I'm just I'm like it's crazy how good I am at dancing to Beyoncé, guys. And you do you just have to take a minute and go, "Hey girls, Straight. Totally straight. I just grew up watching Sex in the City a lot. Okay. It's no big deal. Uh, so did that the other day. That was good fun started thinking about school for some reason the other day here's what (laughs) guys tell me about this right because i got reminded about this the other day when i was in getting my hair cut by my barber my barber talked about when he would go to pe uh physical education for some of you fancy people uh when you would do that in first year and after you would have a shower and the teacher who took the pe class would be standing there for a wee soap dispenser just dispensing out (laughs) soap for the boys he said that and um, it immediately brought back like flashback memories for me being like, oh my fucking God, that happened to me. Like, I remember going, doing pee, getting a shower and then, the, the teacher there, Mr. Niblock, gonna say his name because he was a fucking cunt. Mr. Niblock would be standing there with a pink soap bottle. There was no label on the soap bottle. That's what is suspicious. Where did he make this fucking generic soap? And did he make it at home? Like, pink so- Like, was there bleach in it? Pink soap? Like, was it cancerous? Pink so- Like, was there cocaine in it? Guys, I'm just saying, he had an unnamed bottle of pink soap. And he would just be like that, pumping it in. Like just get a soap dispenser on the wall like that's all, you're just a, a wall soap dispenser giving out the the wee boys getting in the shower soap and it's so weird he's just standing there dishing out soap and then when I was getting my barber Neil said it happened in his school and I was like was this a fucking thing like was there just a, like was this a precedent set by someone or was it I don't I don't know uh, but either way it just struck me as so weird that that stuff happened. Like you couldn't get away with that night, Giving soap to little boys in the shower. That fucking. Oh, was that 20 years ago? No. 18, 19 years ago. Our PE teacher was a dick. He's just a fucking. just. Did you ever just get teachers? or are just cunts. That's a terrible word. To say but I'm saying. it. This guy was just a real dick. Like just a l- 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 loser. And then I remember there was another PE teacher. Who was really small. He was called Mr. Slater. He's actually a cool guy, but he was, like, the same height as the pupils. Now, the issue was, I was getting bullied in school. I had to get my dad to come in to talk to the school about me getting bullied. My dad comes in and Mr. Slater's sitting there. My dad thinks Mr. Slater is the bully because he's so small. <laughs> my dad's about to go fucking nuts on teacher here. And then uh, about a minute later, he realized, oh, fuck, that's, that's actually the head of year. Uh, so it's just a crazy school I went to. We'll talk more about CBS in a future podcast. We'll maybe do like a CBS podcast. That was a school I went to, Christian Brothers Secondary School, just up on the Glen Road there. Uh, many great memories there, many terrible experiences, but hey, ship me into the man I am today. Da-da-da-da, yeah. Uh, look, I've got a lot of work to do. I can't do a long podcast today. The fucking typical story that I always give you guys, but also legit. Uh, I'm doing uh, Dublin next week. I'm at the Comedy Crunch at the Stag's Head on May 7th. Get on down to that. I'm doing 10 minutes. Uh, it'll be a best of sort of hits there might be a new bit or or two in there if i can write something before then either way i don't get down to doubling that off in the gig as much as i'd like to so if you're around that area come on down apart from that everyone have a good week i'll see you in the next week podcast hopefully i'll get up a little bit sooner next time come to dance class with me in the next few weeks hey have a good one guys i'm out of here